everyone. Welcome to this podcast for OJAP. Uh, my name is Asimina Kurti. I'm the senior editor of OJAP and I'm an assistant professor at The Ohio State University. Today, it's a great pleasure and honor to host uh, uh, Dr. Volakis. He's the dean and professor at the College of Engineering at FIU, Florida International University. Dr. Volakis, many thanks for accepting our invitation. Uh, so today it's going to be a 10 to 15 minute podcast. The idea is to talk with Dr. Volakis about his career path to date, uh, his ongoing research and his vision about what he wants to see in OJAP. So let me start by asking you, what got you interested in electromagnetics and what has been your career path to date? Well, thanks for uh, inviting me and it's um, a pleasure to be part of the IEEE Antennas and Propagation um, podcast. Um, it's been a society that I've been associated with uh, since 1978, I believe. So a very long time. I served as president also in 2004 of the society. So it's a pleasure to contribute uh, you know, to the students, to the society, and, and to the technologies that the society represents. Uh, a big question. Um, and an appropriate question uh, that you've asked, Asimina, is uh, how did I get started in electromagnetics? And uh, the short answer is there wasn't anything jumping about it. It was a process. It was a very long process. And I think that's true for most of us. So I wanted to say that I started by having a dream and a dream to become an electrical engineer. And uh, that dream came because I grew up without electricity. Uh, and I kept that dream and uh, had a lot of help from my parents who um, decided to send me to uh, the high school from my um, small village, uh, about 30 kilometers away. And um, there I was able to get good teaching and uh, motivation from teachers. Um, I was able to also learn that Mathematics and sciences were very easy for me. And uh, writing was very difficult. Uh, but I kept up with it. And um, when the opportunity came to come to America when I was uh, 18 years old, um, I didn't uh, give up on that. And I used those challenges and difficulties uh, to uh, pursue still you know, my dream, perhaps in a, in a bigger way. The, um, the key thing happened when a professor at uh, my undergraduate school, um, his name was actually uh, Mark Schrode, and uh, he, um, he, he saw in me uh, certain abilities, which I did not know about, and he promoted me to, to go to Ohio State and pursue my, um, my PhD. And there, um, I got a fellowship, I got, uh, a, an assistantship, and I met uh, people uh, like my advisors, uh, Leon Peters and, and Danny Burnside, and who taught me um, at Electroscience, who taught me radars, who taught me communication systems, uh, imaging, underground imaging, and I, I was just amazed at the ability that I was able to, to learn these things, and it was just uh, uh, an incredible uh, cookie jar uh, that... Uh, motivated me uh, to pursue something more. Um, I do want to say that uh, many people with my background will find it very familiar with. 
that uh, when I uh, told my parents uh, that I wanted to pursue a graduate education and, uh, and a PhD, the answer was, what is wrong with you? Why don't you just uh, uh, go to work? Uh, aren't you tired of going to school? I think many of us uh, will experience, will experience uh, something like that, particularly if you come from a, a farming background as I did myself. In any case, I, um, I pushed through and uh, the rest is history. I, I do want to say uh, that uh, along the way, um, I enjoyed everything that I did and uh, I tried to pursue perfection. I tried to pursue quality. I wouldn't say perfection, but quality. And that's something that I've uh, learned from my early years. Um, I wanted to do things very well. I, I did that when I was a, a farmer and, I, I, and it was easy for me and time and hours were not important. So when, uh, when it came to being able to learn English uh, very well, I, I did it. I, 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 I pursue long hours and techniques to, to be able to acquire the pronunciation, to acquire the writing skills also as well, which I knew that it was important. So um, a couple of things, you know, points for, for young you know, students to know is um, that time and dedication is essential. And uh, you have to think of everything as a, uh, as a career and not as a job. And uh, kind of my approach was also verified by an IEEE metal uh, winner who was asked, what did you do? And what is the most important thing rather that you would say to your people um, and to the students and future you know, career people uh, that made you successful? And his uh, succinct answer was, well, every job that I took, I did it as if it was the last job that will ever be given to me. So uh, I, I, I follow that, and I think that has worked for me. Uh, along the way, I challenged um, you know, my students. Um, I had expectations, and I was very fortunate to get people who delivered, delivered things in, in amazing ways. Um, also, I wanted to say that when, you, when I looked at problems, I looked at problems that uh, were needing to be solved. Um, I remember uh, the finite element method uh, that our group is known for introducing, and uh, it wasn't that it wasn't was not that it was not known. Uh, Twenty years uh, before, you know, we started working on it. I started working on it at the end of the '80s, but it had issues that did not make it successful. So, being able to find the Achilles heel um, in the techniques and being able to solve those problems, for example, the edge elements, the accuracy, the you know, truncation boundary conditions, uh, being able to solve the right problem that was needed at that particular time uh, was very critical. Um, same thing with, uh, let's say, ultra wideband antennas that we're doing today, being able to find the Achilles heel um, and, and uh, uh, develop, you know, something that people need and want uh, was very critical. So, um, in that particular case, it was making them small and ultra wideband, and that was something that we were able to accomplish. And today, that's a standard antenna across the world. Um, wearables that Asimino and I have worked on—that's um, also something that's needed, and that's going to continue to to want um, and to pursue innovations uh, for it uh, as we move, move we move forward. Nothing is abrupt, 
and it's a process and sometimes it takes uh, decades. So, Perfect. that's uh, my introduction. On so, the question. Uh, you know, that's great. So I know that over the years you have been maintaining a very large group and a very active group. I know you have an amazing talent in sniffing the right research area. So what are some of the hot research areas you are working on these days? Yes, and um, and that's a, that's a also another very important question. Um, first, let me start by saying that I want to be a student again. This is an incredible moment in, in, in technology and innovation. Um, it's like being in a cookie jar of opportunities. And um, I wanted to compare to what it was when I started in the early 80s and uh, what it is now and why I say that we're in a cookie jar of opportunities. When I started as an assistant professor, I wanted to get some research funding. So I went to NSF and tried to um, push you know, my ideas. The NSF director that I spoke to told me at that particular time, and I quote, you've had incredible leaders in electromagnetics and they pretty much developed everything that was needed. So uh, I don't think uh, there's any hot research areas to pursue. And of course, uh, this individual did not predict the incredible uh, revolution associated with wireless communications and the cell phone that has changed the lives of people. Um, at the same time, um, that was the time when um, research was pursued by the government, uh, primarily large projects like the Apollo program, and also the IBM you know, computer, big computer, uh, that took several rooms to put it in there. So um, the technology was being developed by large corporations and by you know, governments in particular. So you, you had to be, uh, your individual innovations were not as important at the time as it is today. And today we have challenges uh, and technologies such as automation. Uh, we're gonna see um, you know, uh, automated freeways and automated driving very soon. Not that it doesn't exist, but becoming to people. We're gonna see virtual reality, remote, office spectrum access in ways that we have not imagined. And what I'm trying to say is that after the beginning of the, um, uh, of the introduction, after the introduction of the microprocessor, for example, the 8080 um, and the uh, Intel 8080 and the 6800 Motorola, things change dramatically. So today what we have is technologies and capabilities that are impacting individual people not you know corporation driven not um you know government driven so as a result uh an individual or a team of people can a small team of people can make transformational impact and that's that's an incredible um that's an incredible capability to have uh in front of us that's why i said we're in a cookie jar of opportunities and it's a wonderful time to be a student again we can um i want to say that we can pursue um 
application, we can pursue technologies based on needed applications, or we can do evolutionary um, uh, technologies um, development. And uh, I would say, target the applications. Find what is it gonna be the next big thing. And yes, uh, spectrum access, uh, virtual office, uh, big data, ultra wideband technologies. Uh, being able to have sensors that interact with, um, um, with all aspects of, of our body and therefore enable wearable electronics. Uh, UAVs and small vehicles that uh, uh, will be everywhere, uh, CubeSats that will be able to give you data on demand and they will be giving you data uh, using a cell phone that is in your earbud. So it's an earbud cell phone. I, can predict. So, so work on miniaturization, uh, work on ultra-wideband uh, systems, and also not focus on a single um, item of uh, uh, isolated technology. You may, but in the end, your vision should be to see uh, the entire system. So we are working on systems. We're working on sensor systems. We're working on um, you know, um, uh, star systems that is simultaneous transmit-receive, which is the so-called full duplex. We're working on, um, on, a, on, 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 on technologies that will impact augmented reality um, and automation and cybersecurity. So secure communications will be, uh, will be a thing that uh, we will need to definitely, um, to definitely have in our finger uh, tip. And uh, I would say, I, I can't wait a day when a farmer will have an earbud in a phone and say, look, um, I, need, um, I need to improve my, um, I, I don't have water here, or I measured and, and um, we need some more water or we need some more uh, fertilizer and boom, uh, they will be delivered you know, to, the, uh, to the farmer. Or um, um, being able to help people in the cities uh, who, are, who may in, be in need or being able to help people very quickly by satellite imaging and, um, and, and, and calling for help uh, very quickly uh, when you need some water, when you need some food, when you, need, you have a disaster, when you have a flood, when um, a fire and so on and so forth. Uh, being able to deliver technologies to the simple and everyday human being, uh, that's the, and, and utilizing technology that is seamless to our day-to-day -day living. Thank you. So my last question here is about OJAB. Uh, so other than the regular submissions that we have, we're organizing special sections. We're also inviting review articles. So on your end, you mentioned a lot of research topics that are hot right now, uh, but which specific ones would you like to see the most featured in OJAB? Yeah, uh, kind of uh, picking from the applications that I just mentioned, um, I'll make a list, um, ultra-wideband, um, you know, technologies, whether it's uh, uh, filters, antennas, circuits, um, and transceivers, um, certainly is one of the topics uh, to push. I think we will continuously have that. A, a lot of focus on millimeter waves on, um, and their uh, spectrum utilization. How can we be able to have more sensitive systems and, and low and excellent sensitivity uh, and reception uh, communication systems. Uh, 
so that we can utilize the spectrum without interfering with other users at the same time. So I do dream that concurrent spectrum use will be one day a reality. Um, energy harvesting and energy efficient, um, uh, being able to, um, to also um, talk about technologies that impact the future Artemis you know, mission, which I call the new uh, Apollo mission to the moon and, uh, and then eventually to Mars. Um, wearables, uh, as I mentioned, and uh, particularly medical technologies. Uh, anything that can impact medical technologies, I know that that's a, uh, a very uh, challenging field, uh, being able, for example, to help uh, doctors to guide um, a, um, um, a, 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 um, a probe uh, or a catheter and be able to make a surgery remotely uh, without, with extreme accuracy, uh, we can help them with that. Um, MRI imaging or other imaging techniques that can do that externally. Um, you know, uh, integrated technologies. I like to see integrated sensor technologies, um, <clears throat> you know, a batteryless uh, technologies. And, um, and, and hopefully we can accept papers that are not just focused on a, on a uh, isolated technology, but one that is more integrated and therefore can be more useful to the community. So I, um, I know that integrated papers and overview papers, um, sometimes they're seen rather as overview papers and they're not as well received uh, by the reviewers, although the readers may like it. So I hope that we can make um, some um, overview papers to be um, a thing of the a standard within the uh, OJAB and, uh, and other IEEE journals, uh, because I think there's a lot of value to that, but at the same time, try to solve the Achilles heel in that system. Uh, don't just say, okay, this is an integrated system, but what is the challenges that, we're over, that we overcame in, in, in getting there? Thank you so much. Thank you for this insightful discussion. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. I know Dr. Volak's career is a very inspiration for us all, and I'm sure this podcast will inspire the intelligence and propagation community as well. Thanks for being with us today. Well, my pleasure. Awesome.